You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh-huh. I just feel like I've been around the block Ripping up fantasy stock Working around the clock Look at the view from the top Researching rookies a lot? No, I just be listening to pods, yeah One in particular, I'm just a messenger Let me just pass on the rock uh. Browning, brunning, bruning Pronouncing ain't what he's doing What he's doing is not losing But infusing you with new things And there's Dennis the Bennett Yeah the man is a menace, yeah. Building a dynasty, some of the finest things. Promise you, you won't regret it. Mm. Slice a fox, cultured in pop. Give him his props. Here is a thought, here is a box. And you cannot compare them at all, so don't even try. Careful with the news, but when you use a take, I take up Tony Fire. I mean dire, because anyone else is a huge mistake. Whoa. Fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table. Yeah. Fantasy round table, come take a look at the crown, baby. Hey. Fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table. Woo. Fantasy round table come take a look at the crown baby go what is going on everybody welcome to another episode of the fantasy football roundtable podcast we are back on a beautiful monday and we are going to be giving you guys way too early playoff predictions and playing the little nfl schedule game here we are going to go through and pick all of the games give you guys who we expect here in early may to win each conference and then go through and win the super bowl and then at the beginning of the season we will run through again and see how much that may have changed for us but before we get to that matt dennis as always are here with me how you guys doing on this beautiful monday no i i'm doing pretty good uh yeah my my son had three baseball games last week uh started off with an 0 for 5 slump with five strikeouts it was a rough start those first couple games man third game is first at bat he jerked one to left field man it's like what we've been waiting for two run double to start start his Third game, he went two for four with three RBIs. So I was pretty stoked about that. Made a beautiful play at second base. He's just shining at catcher. So at, at every the other teams, all their coaches, all like, man, who's that catcher? Now I don't think he's long term a catcher because the dude's going to be like six foot eight. So you, you don't see a lot of big catchers. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's five five at ten years old. So. He's probably not going to be a catcher long term, but I'm I'm pretty excited for his prospects. You know, he's a he's my little league all star. <laughs> well, I'm just rolling through. I've been doing a lot of uh, 
rookie drafts, starting to get afraid of all the players that I'm heavily invested in now. Yeah, rookie draft season's really kind of brought me down a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was really excited, like, before the NFL draft and everything. It's like, man, this is going to be a good class. I got all these seconds I traded for throughout the year, and then this been doing these drafts. I'm like, man, these seconds kind of suck. I don't really like taking Tyler Wallace at the end of the second. And, you know, it's I, not I feel like Kadarius Tony is the end of the second guy that nobody likes it. But they're taking, yeah. you just look at him at 212 two and you're going, I mean, he was a first-round draft pick. At some point, you just got to say, there's value in the draft capital. You got to take him. But I get it. I'm like there, – there's like 13 guys, and then it's 14 guys, and then it's a garbage fire. It doesn't Ooh, uh, feel good when you're heavily invested in Lamar Jackson's passing futures. So that's what I was going to ask you. Who Who's like the one player that you're probably most like heavily – Well, have most shares in, I guess. I mean, I had, early in the process, it seemed like I had a, a ton of Javante Williams. I know. Big shock. That's, that's a, that's and, and um and Ross St. Brown. But it seems like uh, the second spate of drafts, I've gotten lucky. I have, I think I have five shares now of Najee Harris. Um, I've gotten them as early as one. Obviously, the draft we did together, I'm sure you were a little bit surprised when I just decided to forego. Apparently in Superflex, I decided quarterbacks don't matter and <laughs> took a running back. But I was like, I got to get him somewhere. I've ended up – I got him in another Superflex league. He dropped to pick five, so I took him there. But then the the receiver that I seem to be ending up with the most lately is Rashad Bateman, which is where I said I'm awesome, suddenly man. now heavily invested in uh, Lamar Jackson being able to be a good passer. Yeah, I like you know, Rashad Bateman. I, I have I do myself uh, – in, in the late first round of Superflex drafts, taking more Mac Jones than I expected. I just I, – I I said something a few shows ago, and, and I think I bought into my own bullshit maybe. <laughs> that, you know, Josh McDaniels spent 14 years coaching a quarterback that kind of had uh, Mac Jones's physical ability to a whole bunch of Super Bowl wins. And so if, if Jones can put it together between the ears, it, it, he could have surprisingly consistent upside. You know, he's probably never going to be top five, but he's going to float around in that eight to 14 range uh, if he puts it together. And that's, that's like super consistent. So I find myself grabbing him. I, I miss out on I, – I think Jamar Chase is the guy I'm getting the most of because I'm missing out on the running backs and the high end, uh, the high end quarterbacks being kind of in the middle of that first round. And I, I'm not as high on ETN. So if I'm faced with the choice of chase or ETN, I'm almost always going with chase. Yeah, And it seems like ETN is going way high. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of people who really like him. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not one well, of them, but there's a lot of people who consider him to be a top wide receiver in the class, according to Urban. Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 smokescreen season. Uh, before, so my, I guess mine's probably staying on brand here. Jamar Jefferson. I feel like I grab him in, in the fourth round of every draft just because I can't quit a guy. And then I've actually gotten a lot of them on Rob for some reason. I don't. He mm. seems to have fallen a lot. I don't know if it's just because they don't believe in. Jared Goff or what, but I think I've grabbed him late in a lot of my uh, 
a lot of my drafts. So I've been kind of happy about that one. I like him on Ross St. Brown. I think he's going to be pretty good. So let's go ahead and talk about the schedules again. We're probably going to get this mostly wrong, although I think I was pretty close on some of mine last year. I looked good on Arizona, and then they ended up completely shitting I the bed. Which we were me. really close on the predictions we did this method in August. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't that's know what I'm saying. Like, I'm, in I'm interested to see how much that changes from now till August, obviously, because that's kind of you know, there's a lot that's gonna happen between now they're doing rookie mini camps right now. There's gonna a lot that's gonna happen throughout the summer and then off season preseason. We'll probably do it, I say probably right before the season kicks off. We'll do one more episode, kind of see how things have changed. Uh let's see here. So Matt, I'll let you go ahead and kick it off first. We'll start with the what did I write down here first? The AFC East. So give me who won the AFC East for you and the uh, rest of the uh records for the four teams in the AFC East, the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. Okay, so I think we we talked about this. Uh, There is a prediction site. um, If you're looking at it, it's called playoffpredictor.com. It puts in the actual NFL schedule. We uh, have all been kind of using this because you can, it just shows you the schedule and lets you pick game by game, week by week, and then you see how it adds up at the end. What I did is I just fired it up. I did not dwell on any particular matchup, just tried to pick the first that was coming off and not look at how I was tallying through. So this is what I ended up with for the East. I had Buffalo winning at 11 and six. I had Miami nine and eight. And uh, of course the first adjustment is getting used to these new uh, records um, with 17 games. I had the Pats at nine and eight and then the Jets at three and 14. I guess I was a little surprised that I had the Jets so low because I, I think they have some potential, but it's probably just speaks to how I felt about their matchups week to week. Yeah, so we're actually fairly close on some of these. I, I'll go, I'll go second here. So I had the Bills, and so I'll, I'll say the same thing. We were talking about this pre-show, and I did the same thing. I just kind of went through it as like gut reaction, just kind of clicking who I think is going to win this game. Again, this is based a lot. Let's be honest, solely based on what we saw last year from these teams, and then how we think they might have improved some throughout free agency and the drafts. And I'm going to be honest, some of my stuff's going to be really messed up. I didn't realize how bad I had some of these teams until uh, we got done and I started looking at these things. But uh, so the Bills, I had them at 14 and three, the Dolphins at 10 and seven, the Pats at eight and nine, and the Jets at three and 14 as well. I, I did. The one I went back and looked through, I actually did have them winning the uh, the rookie bowl there against Trevor Lawrence. I kind of went back through and just looked at certain games I thought would where I thought were interesting that we talked about last week. Matt kind of looked, and that was one of the ones that I I noticed. I did pick the Jets to win, but I'm not as high on them either. I do think that they're improving. I think they're going to be a better team in the future, but I think they're probably a year or two away, mostly because of that defense. Dennis, do you have your AFC East predictions done? I'm I'm still in week. 11 of getting mine redone. So if you could come back to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's, I'll, let's, uh, I, I didn't, if, if for those of you out there listening and watching, I, in my haste to get home, I shut my system down, uh, before saving my first pass. So my next first pass is the, the one you're going to get. All right. We'll just, we'll keep on rolling. And then whenever he's ready, we'll have him jump in and and talk about whichever uh, divisions we've already gone through. So let's go to the AFC West now. Matt, go ahead and give me yours. So I had Kansas City winning 13 and 4. Then I had Raiders 9 and 8, Chargers 9 and 8, Broncos 9 and 8. Interesting. So 
I want to know, but don't tell me yet which if if any of those even made the playoffs. So uh, I actually think you'll like mine a little bit more, though not quite that far off from yours here. So this is one of the ones I said I had two teams at 15 and two. The Chiefs came in at 15 and two for me. I did not have them losing uh, many games, obviously. Uh, I had the Broncos coming in at 10 and seven the Chargers in at 9 and 8, and the Raiders at 6 and 11. And that was one that kind of surprised me because I actually like somewhat what the Raiders are doing, but the more I thought about it, I think that offensive line has not been good. I'm still worried that defense is not going to be good. Uh, so maybe that's why I did give them a couple big wins. I did have them beating the Chiefs one time and the Browns late in the season as well, but uh, I didn't realize I was going to have them that low. So that was kind of one of the more surprising ones for me. I don't know. We're all going to have turned out with the same record. I think that just part of it's probably my pessimism sometimes with Denver, but also I think there's such parity in there. And those divisional games in the AFC West sometimes really are counterintuitive. Yeah. I mean, I have, there's one division that I have fairly close, which is funny because I mean, you guys will know because you, remember we did this last year it's the same division i have with like three of the four teams all making the playoffs last year and again i have them all very close this year as well uh so let's go to the The afc AFC, i will say afc west is one of two divisions for me that when we finish i had all four teams above 500 all right give me your afc north predictions so i have baltimore on top 12 and 5 cleveland 11 and 6 Pittsburgh nine and eight and Cincinnati six and 11. All right. So we are kind of close on this as well. I have the Ravens at 13 and four, the Browns at 12 and five, the Steelers at nine and seven and the Bengals at five and 12. So we're pretty close in line with their Go ahead. Must be nine and eight, right? Cause nine and seven, you're missing a game. Oh, let me click on the Steelers schedule and see which game I didn't pick. Yeah, because somebody else will be skewed if he. Yeah, let's see here. I'm not showing anybody missing. Not the the Steelers. Steelers. Where did I miss a game? Bills, Raiders, Bengals, Packers, Broncos, Seahawks, Browns. Oh, dang it! The Bears game. Okay, that'll change. I didn't change much for me. Uh, ten and seven. Oh no, that changed my whole playoffs. Shit. Okay, we're gonna have to redo the playoffs now. You know what? Nah. Nah. Oh, it's going to mess up my playoffs anyways, even if I go the other way, right? Okay, yeah. Steelers at 9 and 8. Okay. So, yeah, there we go. I don't know how I missed that one. Now I'm worried I missed other games. I guess we're about to find out. Well, no, when you read, if you right. read a record, we'll, uh, we'll spot if it sounds like No, 9 record. and 8, 2 and 15. That all looks right. All right, so yeah. – um, yeah, nine and eight for the Steelers. I'm actually going to pick the Bears to win that game. I think Justin Fields is starting by then, and I'm looking I'm yeah. for big things for my guy there. So, AFC South here for Mr. Fox. Who you got? So, this was probably one of the more surprising divisions for me when I got to the end. I had Indianapolis winning at nine and eight, okay. uh, Tennessee, nine and eight, Jacksonville, five and 12, and then Houston, two and 15. I. I'm assuming they're either Watson's not there or not available. Yeah, I I went through this. We kind of talked about this earlier in the day. I went through this as in Watson's likely not playing all year. That's just kind of how I approach it. There's a lot of rumors that he's not going to. 
So that's just kind of how I approach this first one. We'll obviously hopefully know a little bit more as the season gets closer to see if he is even going to be able to play games. If he's suspended, does he get knocked on, put on the commissioner's list? We'll hopefully know more of that, obviously, as we get closer to the season. Uh, for me, I'm a little bit more bullish on the Colts than you are. I had them at 12-5, and five, the Titans at 9-8, and eight, the Jags at 2-15, and 15, and the Texans at 1-16. and 16. I just uh, did not see them doing much, so uh, yeah. I not, thought that was well on the Jags. Tyrod and Davis Mills. So looks like Dennis is ready to go to give us his. So go ahead and start it with the AFC East, Dennis. Well, is there a way to click on the division to get it to sort by division now? Or am I scrolling? It just shows you all. Yeah, it should show side. you on the sides. Right, it but it you. isn't broken up by division. It's in playoff order. Oh, what, what? oh, you must be able to change that because mine I always look at as divisions. There might be a filter at the top. Try clicking. <laughs> um, well, hang on. I think because mine's all messed up now too because I redid mine. Uh, click a wild card. So after you go through, I think there's a way to click on. Well, mine shows all on the sides, so I don't know. Yeah, even in the wild card thing, is. if you look on the the left I'll, and the right hand side. It should show all the divisions. Okay. I got it by conference. Okay. Which one am I starting with? AFC East. AFC East. So I have the Dolphins winning the division at 12 and 5, followed by the Bills at 11 and 6, Patriots 6 and 11, and the Jets at 1 and 16. Now, I feel like when I did this earlier, I had the Jets with three or four wins. Uh, I, I must say I'm under, I felt like I was under undue pressure here to try and do this at the beginning of the show, but it was, it's my own dang fault. Um, I will, uh, I will say the, the very interesting thing between last year and this year is that both last year and this year, Dennis was higher on the dolphins than me and Matt and lower on the bills than me and Matt. And that's it's two years in a row. So I find that very, and you were right on the dolphins too. You were a lot closer on the dolphins prediction last year than me and Matt were. All right, give us uh, your AFC West. Well, the Patriots Patriots and Jets, I've got the – it looks like it's showing the Bills and the Dolphins both making the playoffs uh, in in my setup here. So uh, the AFC West, you said? Yes. Yep. I I have the Chiefs rolling 16-1, followed by the Chargers at 13-4, Broncos and Raiders at 5-12 each. Um, I feel like it, the, the Chiefs might have been a, a little bit uh, – had a couple more losses in my earlier one, but still winning the division. You know, the Broncos, is I want to be higher on them, but I feel like I, – I just I feel like, you know, this is uh, maybe good for you, Matt, that it's going to be the last season of Vic Fangio. Um, they're going to have – they're, they're going to be playing quarterback carousel this season, and I think it's going to uh, – unless – Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon kick it up and eat up clock and allow uh, that defense to stay off the field and grind some games out. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a, a struggle from the quarterback roulette there. I mean, but I like I, the Chargers pick. I won't lie. I'd love to see my boy Justin Herbert. I actually picked him to beat the Browns. Uh, I'd love to see Justin Herbert make the playoffs. What I hear you saying, though, is George Patton should pack his things and fly back to Minnesota right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us a. Patton, didn't, is it isn't he new compared to Fangio? I think he just yeah. this year, didn't he? All right, so Fangio will go. Patton will bring in his own guy. So you're stuck with Patton. Uh, maybe not. I mean, yeah, st- stuff happens. 
All right, give us yeah, your A's. You'll get that way back at GM. Here, let's My AFC North. Browns twelve and five, Ravens ten and seven, Bengals ten and seven, Steelers five and twelve. Ooh. Said ten and seven for the Ravens and the Bengals. Yep, and only the Browns making the playoffs out of the North. And what'd you have the Steelers at again? I'm sorry. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Is that you just don't believe in Big Ben? Yeah, I think I think he's gonna fall apart. Uh, I I just feel like there's they're gonna and honestly they don't have anything behind him unless Haskins or Rudolph show something they haven't shown in the previous three years or or Dobbs that the, if that they're going to have to show something we haven't seen on that team. So, and, and to me, it's just not there. So I think Ben's going to have that, you know, the, that I retired one year too late kind of season. Interesting. All right. Uh, let's go. What do we got left? AFC South. South. Am I the only one going? Did you guys make it through all four? Of them? Yeah, we already did. Yeah, we already made it through all four. Wow. Yeah. Bam. All right. Oh, I've got the Colts at 14 and three, the Titans at 13 and four, both making the playoffs. Uh, the Jags at four and 13, and the Texans at two and 15. So apparently, do, between last time and this time, I found another win for the Texans. <laughs> so, should you and I didn't give our playoffs? Should we give our playoff teams? Do you want to do that first? You want to go through the NFC and then give playoffs? Yeah, we can go the NFC. I mean, we could do the AFC. That's fine. Let's let's just go through the AFC. So the teams making the oh, why my my thing just froze up here. There we go. Right. Matt, uh, go ahead and just give your playoff teams first, uh, and uh, okay. the matchup there. So I have one seed, Kansas City, two, uh, Baltimore, three, Buffalo, four, Indianapolis, who would host Cleveland at five, uh, the Raiders at six going to Buffalo, and the Chargers at seven going to Baltimore. Go ahead and uh, give me your your winners, too. Let's just take the AFC all the way oh, up to the Super Bowl. So I, didn't, can give I didn't play out playoffs. Oh, why not? You got to do that. I just thought we were doing the season. No, 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 no. I want your I want your May play. I want your May Super Bowl prediction, baby. Come on. I already got mine fired up and ready to go. I have no idea. That's that's okay. Just pick somebody. You gotta pick somebody. I'll I'll give you mine really quick. So I've got the Chiefs as the one seed as well. Uh the two seven matchup for me is Bills Dolphins. I have the Bills winning that. 3-6 is Ravens-Broncos. I have the Ravens winning that. And then 5-4 is Browns-Colts. And I took the Browns to beat the Colts. So I, I have the 4-5 game being the Browns versus the Titans with the Titans at the Browns with the Browns winning. Chargers at the Dolphins with the Dolphins winning. Uh, Bills at the Colts. So something's not going to go right as I look at my wild card round because I, I've picked all home teams so there's going to be at least two that I'm wrong on. All right, Matt, you go through yours yet? Oh, I don't have it up. I, I wrote all my oh. stuff out on the oh, sheet. Okay. So Just I'd have to go find sheet. it. I'd have to go find it, but I don't actually have space to do that. I just have them seated. Who do you have? Uh, so who do you have on the, the first matchup? I didn't the do two, it, but like, I just – did I didn't 
match them. I just did by seeds. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, that's fine. I guess me and Dennis will give ours. Uh, so let's go. What did that do right there? So then, Dennis, that goes to the divisional round for you. Who did you have going into? Who are the the two games in the divisional round? Who did you have winning? So I have the Colts versus the Dolphins with the Colts winning. Uh, and then the Browns at the Chiefs with the Browns winning, getting sweet, sweet revenge. After the fumble and all of these different things where the Browns keep coming up short, it's our damn time, God damn it! So I have uh, the 1-5 is the Chiefs-Browns, and I have the Browns winning that as well. And then the 2-3 as the Bills-Ravens, and I have the Ravens winning that to set up a championship game between the Browns at the Ravens, where, unfortunately, I picked the Ravens to win and go to the Super Bowl. Dennis, who you can't did, even pick who the Browns you? in I May. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm too pessimistic. I'm not even sure they're going to be that good this year. I'm still worried about it. I need to see it to believe it. Well, I, I have the Browns upsetting the Colts uh, in the, the championship game. <laughs> That'd be so great. I'd, I'd be texting Tony the whole time, talking all kinds of shit. <laughs> All right, so you've got the Browns going to the Super Bowl for the AFC, and I've got the Ravens. Let's go ahead and talk about the NFC side. Matt, I'll kick it to you first here for the NFC East. Who do you have uh, winning and following suit? Okay, so for the East, I have the Cowboys at 12-5, and five, Washington at 9-8, and eight, Philadelphia at 4-13, and 13, the Giants at 4-13. and 13. Nine and eight. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep up. And then too fast. Four, four and 13 for the Eagles and Giants. Giants and Eagles at four and 13. All right. Dennis, uh, what did you have for the NFC East? Well, I have the football team checking in with a record of 15 and two. Uh, I expect, uh, yeah, that defense. It's, I, I expect that defense to carry them. And Ryan Fitzpatrick to just make make some plays uh, when he has to. Now, I also expect those two losses to be classic Ryan Fitzpatrick five interception losses. Uh, followed by the Cowboys at nine and eight, uh, Eagles five and twelve, Giants three and fourteen. I think the Giants are going to struggle this year, which sucks for the number of uh, Daniel Jones shares that I have. Um, yeah, all right. So for mine, and this is one of those I mentioned earlier that, uh, it's going to be really weird when you hear these records here for some of these teams, I have the Washington football team winning the East as well with the 12 and five record. I have the Cowboys also finishing 12 and five. Then I have the giants and the Eagles both finishing at one and 16. So Yeah. <laughs> I did not uh, did not expect that. Did not realize it until I went in and started looking at how these things finished. But again, I didn't want to go in and change anything. I wanted this just gut reaction, kind of first run through. So that'll obviously change as things get closer because I don't expect the Giants to be that bad. I actually do kind of think the Giants are going to be okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I don't, I'm hey Justin Fields, you are the best quarterback in the league. I'm not gonna lie, you're definitely the best quarterback in the league. Just saying. I actually gave the, the the Bears, I'm sure, a couple extra wins they probably weren't going to get because I believe in Justin Fields there. All right, so the NFC West there for you, Matt. Who do you have winning the division and following suit? I have the Rams at 12-5, and five, 
then Arizona at 10 and 7, Seattle at 10 and 7, and then the 49ers at 9 and 8. Ours are very, very different. Dennis, what do you have? Well, I have the Seahawks at 11 and 6 winning the division. Uh, Cardinals coming in second at 10 and 7, though I feel like I'm a little high on them in my first pass here. Uh, 49ers at 8 and 9, and the Rams at 6 and 11. So I feel like uh, I, I did my boy uh, Matt Stafford wrong there. Man, you guys are really low on the Rams for some reason. It, I was 12 and 5 on the Rams. Oh, were you? I thought you were lower. Let me. I had the Rams winning at 12 and 5. Oh, you did. My bad. I thought you had Seattle winning. Okay. Why are you lower on the Rams uh, there, Dennis? Well, uh, the sheer pressure of having to get my picks done uh, <laughs> without thinking about them. Now, I feel Fair like enough. in my first pass, I had the Rams around 500, 9 and 8, somewhere up there. Um, I don't know that I had them making the playoffs, but I, I, I don't think I had them at 6 and 11 either. So, uh, you know, I think their defense is going to carry them a little further than I've got them here on this. Stafford will give them a little more firepower to the offense. So, uh, I feel like it's going to be the 49ers. I, I, in in my previous iteration of this, I feel like it was Seattle winning the division with the Rams second, 49ers and Cardinals both missing the playoffs. Uh, I think I only had like five or six wins for the Cardinals in the first one. So I'm not sure what I saw this time going through it other than you know being stressed out. All right. So for me, I, I – I'm fully bought into a 49ers rebound here. I've got them at 15 and two. They're my other team that finished 15 and two uh, in my standings. Then I have the Rams coming in at 14 and three, the Cardinals at 11 and six and the Seahawks down at nine and eight and finishing 0 and six in the division, which I thought was interesting. I was not expecting that until I went through and looked at that. That takes us to the NFC North where Justin Fields resides. Matt, how did you have the NFC North panning out? I have the Packers at 12 and 5, uh, kind of assuming Aaron Rodgers uh, does not leave. Yeah, um, not. Chicago, 7 and 10. Minnesota, 7 and 10. Detroit, 4 and 13. I kind of have them in the same order, uh, pretty close. I've got Chicago, uh, the Packers in first, but I have them at 16 and 1. Um, I, 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 I sit here right now. And I think if you thought Aaron Rodgers was pissed off last season, wait till this season. He's really mad now. He's out there to, to he's he, he's going to treat the, the rest of the NFL like they're a naughty puppy and rub their nose in it. Uh, and the Packers second at seven and ten, Bears six and eleven, and the Lions three and fourteen. Um, do you want to know when I think Fields takes over, or you want to take yeah, that would for you later? Have to- no, go ahead. Where'd you have the Bears at again? Six and eleven. Six and eleven. Yep. So I I have Fields uh, coming in, taking over the job in Week Four. Uh, Fuck. They're gonna. What? Why? We talked about this last week, Matt. As I'm actually gonna be at the Week Three game, uh, Bears Browns. Yeah. So I'm hoping he's gonna play by that because I want to see him play. Well, they start off against the Rams at home uh, at the Rams. So no. I, don't, I, I think they're yeah, going to the play Dalton then. Um, 
Then they're playing, uh, where is it? Uh, the, the Bengals at the Bears, and I just feel like the Bengals offense is going to be kicking. Uh, as good as the Bears defense can play at times, I, I just don't think Dalton will be able to, to pull it out. Then they're at the Browns, Bears at the Browns, and I think the Browns are going to pull that off. So after going 0-3, I think they put uh, Fields in, and he gets that win against the Lions and kind of starts them off. He ends up going six and eight the rest of the way. So I think I have him coming in in week 11 when they're four and five after their bye week, after their bye week, because I, I think that then they'll be in a position where it's, we got to make some kind of change. We're fading away. I think Lawrence and Wilson will play all season. I have Lance not getting in at all because I had this 49ers in playoff contention all the way through. And then Jones was probably the trickiest one. I thought maybe coming in week 15 because I was looking. I had the Patriots at 6-7 and seven heading into. They have that really late bye. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah, Lance. I, I feel like if Cam, if Cam struggles at all, I, I – I get a two-quarterback feel from the Patriots. I, I think they're going to measure – they're going to be measured with their approach to Jones because they don't want to break him. They know he comes from a good good program. Unless Newton is completely wiped out by injury, I don't think Bill sits him down. I think they he ends up playing both of them uh, by midseason, and it just is a, a clusterfuck in a, a, a season where they just kind of – write it off and I don't think they have the firepower at receiver or running back to make a big push anyways. So I, I think it ends up being uh, starts out all cam, then it becomes the two of them for a few games in the middle, then it finishes out with Mac Jones. And I, I agree with Matt. I don't think Lance really sees the field in anything but mop up duty unless Garoppolo gets in. Uh, so for my NFC North, I had the Packers at 14 and 13, the Bears at 9 and 8, the Vikings at 4 and 13, and the Lions at 1 and 16 as well. So 14 finishing 1 and 16 for me, which is probably not probable. And I, I didn't realize that either till I kind of went through and looked at this here again. But I, I'm with Dennis. I think, and Matt, I think both of you guys said that you expect, I expect Rodgers to play all season for the Packers and be pretty pissed off the entire time. So. Uh, I've got them winning that pretty easily. That takes us now to the NFC South. Matt, give me uh, your predictions on the South. I have Tampa Bay finishing first, thirteen and four. New Orleans ten and seven. Atlanta seven and ten. Carolina seven and ten. All right, Dennis. Uh, what about you? I've I've got the Buccaneers at fourteen and three, followed by the Saints. At twelve and five, I you know I, I went back and forth with the Saints because I feel like that's there's part of me that says the transition to Jameis slash Taysom could be screwy, but I feel like the defense is pretty good, and so for me I I've got them going five and one in the division, which I, I don't know it may be more of a ten seven season as opposed to a twelve five season. Uh, when I dig a little deeper and have the Falcons going 14, four and 13 and the Panthers going four and 13. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm probably 
three, maybe four games too low on the Panthers. Uh, just doing a quick and dirty pass there. I feel like the Panthers are a seven-win team with the with the unless um, I think I just feel like they're going to have the offensive firepower to beat mediocre defenses. I think if the other team has a really good offense, that then they may have some issues. But if you've got an, a team with an average offense and an average defense. I feel like Carolina's offense will be able to put up enough points to win a couple, three games against those type yeah. of teams. I mean, I, I hope you're right. I was obviously much higher on the Panthers than than you guys were last year. I've kind of fallen down on them this year. I've got a, I got the Bucks at eleven and six, the Saints at eight and nine, the Falcons at eight and nine, and the Panthers at four and thirteen. So I've only got the Bucks making the playoffs here in the South. I think. I just think it's going to be a little bit tougher transition here for the Saints. I think they probably will be good moving forward, but I'm, I'm not sure that the – I just feel like Sean Payton's going to do a little too much switching of Winston and Taysom Hill to start off the season, and that might cost them a couple games. Panthers, I still think, are probably a year away. I do think Darnold can be kind of rehabilitated into a good quarterback, but I think Brady's going to need at least a year with him to kind of make that happen. And then the Falcons, I mean, I have them at 8-9. and nine. I just – I think – that offense, I think, is going to be really good, but that defense is just going to be so bad. I think that's what's going to end up costing them enough games to kind of keep them out of the playoff race there. So that gives us our NFC teams. Matt, do you ha- you have your your seedings right? You just don't have the match or like how far it goes. I just went and pulled up my um, thing and went and played it through. So, oh, okay. Do you want to give us your AFC ones really quick? Okay, so hold on. Let me go back. So AFC, the first round, I had uh, Cleveland over Indianapolis, Buffalo over the Raiders, Chargers over the Ravens. Then second round, I had Cleveland over Buffalo, Kansas City over the Chargers, AFC Championship game, Kansas City over Cleveland. All right, and then so let's go to the NFC side now. So you've got Kansas, you've got Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I've got Baltimore. Dennis has Cleveland. Let's go to the NFC now. Uh, go ahead and run through your wild card round for the NFC, Matt. Okay, so uh, seven seed New Orleans at second seed Green Bay. I had Green Bay winning. Six seed Seattle at three seed Dallas. I had Seattle winning. Fifth seed Arizona at fourth seed Los Angeles Rams. I had the Rams winning. Uh, then in the next round, I had the Rams. Hang on, just over do your the- just do okay. your wild card. Who'd you have as uh, was your Bucks the number one seed? Yeah, yeah. Bucks number one seed. All right, Dennis, yeah. give us a, who your one seed was and run through the wild card round. You're muted. <laughs> so I have the Packers as the number one seed, uh, going sixteen and one. And then I have the uh, the four and five matchup is the Saints at the Seahawks with the Seahawks winning. Uh, three six matchup is the Cards of the Buccaneers with the Buccaneers winning. And then the seven and uh, two matchup is the Cowboys at the uh, Washington Football Team with the Washington Football Team winning. I, that's going to be a matchup of a really powerful offense versus a yeah. really powerful defense, and that should be really something to watch. 
it's uh, interesting. We have somewhat of the, at least the Cowboys, uh, Washington won the same matchup. So my number one seed was the 49ers at the uh, 5-4 matchup. I had the Buccaneers at home against the Rams with the Rams pulling off the upset on the road. 3-6, the Washington football team versus the Cowboys. Washington winning at home. And then the 2-7 Packers, Cardinals with the Packers winning at home. That takes us to the divisional round there. Matt, how did you have the divisional round shaking out? Now you're two now. Ha ha, I'm not the only one that does it. Uh, I have the Rams over the Packers and then the Buccaneers over the Seahawks. Dennis? Uh, so divisional round? Yes. I have uh, the Washington football team defeating the Buccaneers in, in Washington and then the Packers uh, defeating the Seahawks at home. Ooh, interesting. So I have the uh... – Number two seed Packers at the number three seed Washington football team. Um, sorry, Packers at home against the number three Washington football team with the Packers winning. And then the number one seed 49ers against the number five seed Rams with the 49ers winning, setting up a rematch of the uh, NFC Championship game from a couple years ago. Packers, 49ers. Dennis, how did you have your NFC Championship game playing out? Well, I... I have the uh, Washington football team going down to the Packers. So Packers, Browns, very nice. I like that. Baker versus Rodgers for Dennis. TV ratings juggernaut. TV ratings and juggernaut. Matt, how, who did you have coming out of the NFC to face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for you? I have the Buccaneers beating the Rams. So that tells me that I didn't like my seating the way it came out. <laughs> Uh, I have the number one, number two seed for me, uh, 49ers at home against the Packers with the Packers beating the 49ers, getting their revenge, going to play the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. And I have the Packers winning the Super Bowl for me. Aaron Rodgers giving the ultimate middle finger to the Green Bay franchise. Although I guess in a way he's getting a championship out of it too, but just kind of like you wanted to do all this to me. Here you go. Dennis, you had the Browns and the Packers. Who did you have winning the Super Bowl? Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. No. If I can't pick the Browns in May, when can I pick them? God damn it. Uh, I, I have Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett in that defensive line wreaking havoc on Aaron Rodgers, making him run around while uh, Denzel Ward blankets uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, and, you know, who else do they have then, really? I mean, then it comes down to let Nick Chubb do Nick Chubb things. Let Nick Chubb do Nick Chubb things. Uh, I wish, you know, it'd be a great day yeah. in February for, for Mr. Bruning here if that happens. Matt, who'd you have? I can't bring myself to pick the Chiefs, so I had to pick Tampa Bay, which <laughs> I, I'm not happy about any of this. I have to redo it now. This Playing out the playoffs made me hate my whole thing. Yeah, I hear you. I wasn't really thrilled with mine either. So that uh, we'll do obviously again do this uh, as we get closer to the season, just to see how much that changes. Uh, so moving forward, we're I didn't realize we're already getting like that close to the season. It's it's 
Like oh, yeah. when you go and look at it based on at least how we podcast, it's really a lot closer than I thought it was. So we will likely start moving into divisional stuff and then giving our player rankings, obviously, as we start getting closer to the season so that we can get all this done. Uh, we've all got a little bit of vacation time mixed in here, so we might see a little bit of different podcasting setups and everything. We might do some pre-recorded stuff and then post them out. But I know, Dennis, you've got vacation coming up. I've got vacation coming up in a couple of weeks. Matt, do you have another one or do you – just end of July. In the city of sin. And now you're going somewhere else. Yeah, I can't wait for my vacation. It cannot get here soon enough. So that will be it for us today because I've got to go, unfortunately. So we will talk to you guys again on Thursday. Yeah, Matt? I don't even know what yep. we're going to talk about. But we'll talk about something. We'll figure something out. We got we'll surprise days. ourselves. Yeah, right that on. sounds like a plan. Everybody have a great day, and we will see you guys again on Thursday. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I came out the wrong line already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. Throw it up above his head.